Tonight, the city weeps, as for the first time ever, a hockey arena becomes the scene of violence. Of course, it would be wrong to suggest this sort of mayhem began with rock and roll. After all, there were riots at the premiere of Mozart's The Magic Flute. So what's the answer? Ban all music? In this reporter's opinion, the answer, sadly, is yes. Welcome to Two Bad Neighbors. That's Kemp Brockman in the episode The Auto Show. Correct. My name is Greg. I'm Alan. And today we will be talking about two more episodes of The Simpsons Season 3 in our quest to finish Season 3 before Christmas time. And we're on course. We are very much on course. <laughs> um, who knows what will happen. Not me. Between now and then. Alright, uh, our two episodes, of course, are going to be The Auto Show and Bart's Friend Falls in Love. Yes. Uh, so, Alan. Greg. How have you been? <laughs> been great. Sounds like you've been more than great. I think you have, uh, I think a few good things have been happening in Alan's world. A few? Yeah. Well, at least one. Or just a one big one. Yeah, I got my, I got a new job. Yeah. Yeah. Want to tell us about it? Sure. Uh, I'm going to be managing the south location of the locked room here in Calgary. Now, what um, is that? The locked room, uh, for those that are unaware, is a escape room, which is uh, all the rage in uh, everywhere but North America. However, within the last two years, North America has been starting to uh, boom with it, uh, in this in the sense that uh, I believe Calgary's. So the locked room is one of I think at least five companies in Calgary that do escape rooms. Five. Uh huh. Um, <laughs> there's locked room. There's breakout. There's escape together. There's uh, uh, escape capers. Are we so postmodern <laughs> that this is where we are in life now? And there's of course level one escape. Now <laughs> these these places have is level one up. escape just where they give you a key and you try and unlock a door. No. Uh, <laughs> it's just like, I don't know how to unlock doors. I'm really bad at this. Uh, no, they, they are actually quite good. Help me. Um, but uh, Locked Room was the first one in Calgary, and it, was, uh, it opened uh, within the last two years, I believe. And uh, since then, these other companies have pro cropped up because it's a huge business. It's a great business. Um, and it's really popular, and it's starting to pick up speed in North America, where it's uh, it's just over the past five years, I think, it's just like suddenly they're everywhere. Mm -hmm. um, but I'm going to be managing the new location in the south. I'm going to help with puzzle design and set design as well. So that means you get to actually create the puzzles that people will, or at least assist in At creating. least assist in creating, yes, yes. Uh, there's three, three owners uh, who run the locked room, and they'll, of course, be doing the the uh, bulk of the design work, but uh, I, with my theater background and my design background, I uh, am getting thrust in there as a uh, helper for that kind of stuff, and it's something that uh, I've always wanted to do, so it's a big dream job for me. Uh, I can awesome. finally quit the, uh, the corporate uh, slog at uh, the law firm I work at, yeah. I don't name them. Yeah, um, <laughs> that's awesome, man. That's yeah. really great. So I'm super excited for that. That starts uh, in the new year, so just a couple more weeks uh, going through the slog, and then uh, easy sailing, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> You're on the term. easy street. Yeah, that's, that's what they say. <laughs> yeah. Um, How about you, Greg? How have you been? I've been good. I've been good, you know, just kind of trucking along. I've been doing some auditions. Mm -hmm. um, by the time this, uh, 
this episode comes out, I'll probably know whether or not I got into anything. Great. So the Smiling King or something? What was it? King Kirby. King Kirby. Yeah. This is a video game play or no? It's about uh, Jack Kirby, the legendary comic book artist. He's he's like a little marshmallow that sucks up people. Uh, no, he's like a um, he's he's a. I didn't realize his first name was Jack. I thought it was no. Just it is. Kirby. It is. It is Jack. Um, he's. I wouldn't call him a marshmallow. I would okay. call him a Jigglypuff. Oh yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. I so mean, he doesn't sing. He just sucks well, people. Yeah, out. they just. And then just, when he swallows them, he, he farts them out. He farts them out yeah. and gains their power. Well, doesn't necessarily gain their. Takes on characteristics of them. If that happens to be their power, mm. so much the better. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, and he also drew comics. You say he did. Wow. In his spare time right. between Dreamland One and Two, of course, he drew a lot of comics, namely first run X Men. Wow. Yeah. Wow, I did not know that. Yeah. That's amazing. True story. Wow, all right. Well, good luck with the audition. Uh, you're you. auditioning for uh, King DDD, I believe? Uh, Is that right? Or the or Woodsy, Woodsy the Tree. I was, I'm actually, it's a smaller part. I'm auditioning for Burno. Oh. Uh, it's one of the things that he eats. Well, I mean, you gotta, you gotta start somewhere, right? I, yeah, it's yeah. an equity thing. Stephen Hare will probably be Woodsy. Yeah, Cause it's, it was written for him, actually. Oh, okay, yeah. makes sense. I mean... Everyone knows Stephen Can Hare. Can we be finished with this bit? It's going <laughs> I don't know. Play. I really like it. But uh, <laughs> I, I feel on. like I know we both know joined enough about Kirby's Dreamland, both one and two, <laughs> to fill up an entire podcast episode. <laughs> Just talking about I don't know about you, but like in all seriousness, I fucking loved Kirby's Dreamland. Yeah, no, me I too. thought it was like so much better than any Mario game because A, you could fly. Mm-hmm. Um, B, you could do use little puffs of air to shoot people. Yeah. And you could suck them in and fart them out. And gain their powers. Yeah. It was like everything you You didn't have to find a to stupid be. leaf or something. Yeah. You know, just find an enemy. Yeah. That, and there was such a big variety of enemies. Yeah, and you had hit points too. You know? I remember always being like so excited when a new enemy would come across yeah. and I would just suck them up and be like, oh, what power am I going to get? And you know what? Sometimes there wouldn't be any power. That you was just, Kirby's just Dreamland 2. That was Dreamland 2 oh, okay. where, they, where they introduced the powers. Gotcha. Yeah. I probably played that one more then. No, Dreamland 2 was the best. I mean, no argument here. Uh-huh. All right. So, uh, that was a segment we like to call How Have You Been? <laughs> uh, and now we move on to uh, introducing our guest. Yes. We have a brand new guest. That's right. This is the first time I'm meeting him. <laughs> uh, uh, he's a vagrant from the street, I yeah, believe. Yeah. Uh, you, uh, you invited him in, gave him ham, well, and it's Christmas. he stayed. So... <laughs> Hi, Vagrant. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> yes, our, our guest today is Tony Zuko. Hi, yes. Tony, hello. welcome. Prince do, do, Tony Zuko. Do we need to get is a it? level? Are we okay? Am I okay here? You're good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's check with the sound go. engineer. Yeah. Are we doing there, Joel? How yeah. are we good? We're good? Yeah, you're good. You're All good. Right. Okay, great. Hello. Thank our, you. Our that is some engineer says we're good. delicious ham, by the way. <laughs> oh, yes. Well, I, I, uh, I breed the pigs myself. So. My compliments. <laughs> um, so, uh, he only eats... He's uh, Alan is a subsistence farmer. Yeah. Outside is everything he eats. Yeah. Just like his yard. Only vegetables. Eat what you can grow. Yeah. That's yeah. right. Vegetables, and he has very few livestock. Yeah. But I also have like a small little uh, McDonald's uh, in my backyard as well, so that way I well, can you, still eat well, McDonald's fries. Well, you own a franchise. Well, yes. Yeah. That's what I meant. Yeah. It's a drive through your backyard. So, you know, sometimes I'll eat the, the pigs I raise, but yeah. sometimes I'll just go to McDonald's. I mean, it's Sorry. easier, right? Yeah. Absolutely. Salty goodness. Yeah. What was that pig's name, by the way? Uh, Horace. Horace the yeah. pig. Yeah. 
core. They say not to name the ones you're gonna eat, but I do because it's it's kind of it makes me feel better. Yeah. Yeah, it puts a face to the flavor. That's right. Yeah. Horace flavored pork. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, so welcome to the show, Tony. Uh, Now. We like to do a little segment on this show with our new guests. Uh, it's a little segment we like to call, What's Your Story? And uh, so we like to hear about what your uh, your kind of relationship is with The Simpsons. Um, it could be non-existent. It could be uh, very, very much uh, a marriage. Um, it could be just a you know, little thing on the side. But uh, whatever, <laughs> whatever it may be. Um, well, yeah, so, uh, so what did you grow up with The Simpsons? When did you get into them? Uh, how do you feel about them now? And uh, favorite episode? That kind of stuff. So, you know, uh, whatever that means to you. What's your story? Okay, um, I, I'm just, I just turned 31 years old. Oh, congratulations. Which puts me, uh, thank you. Happy birthday. Thanks. <laughs> uh, which I was, I was born in 1984. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like math checks up. I yep. was... Uh, <laughs> I was uh, growing up. Uh, I, t- I turned ten, I suppose, in about 1994. That puts us that sense, into yeah. sort of uh, you know, The Simpsons is really taken a uh, foothold. Yeah, it's in its golden years for sure. At that yeah, point. I think I, they hit their stride. Yeah. They hit their stride by that point. Um, I'm a I'm a I'm in my impressionable uh, younger years. <laughs> You're Bart's age. I'm Bart's age. I'm being raised by television yep. at this point, and I can. It's probably at the point where it's in syndication, I guess, too, yeah. and I can start seeing a, an episode yeah, a day there, at least. I if think I it's. Want. Uh, I think the rule is a hundred episodes is when they can get like sold into syndication. It's generally so season that, five yeah. is around when they started going to syndication. Yeah. So yeah, that's why so many American shows try and make it. Hundred episode is the sweet spot. Yeah. And then they're like, yeah, they're like, yeah, we can we can relax. We're done here. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's a big reason why you see a lot of uh, quality drop off after, after season five. five. After season fives, um, and like, not only that is like, it's not just because of the syndication thing, but I think a hundred episodes is about how long you should make a show for if you're gonna make it that fucking long. <laughs> you should only do it for a hundred episodes. Yeah, you want to get into uh, triple digits, just to say that you did. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, I mean, it's a big deal. Yeah. So, yeah. like, because uh, I remember I was, um, I read um, Michael J. Fox's book, um, Always Looking Up, and he was talking about... Uh, spin- he is always looking up. Yeah. Yeah, he's, uh, he's, he's very, short, so... He's a, yeah, he's a very optimistic <laughs> short person. Um, so, he, he talked about how he was uh, retiring from Spin City... And how he wanted to make sure that before he did that, they got to 100 episodes. Hmm. Um, so that the cast would be able to receive um, syndication residuals. Yeah. Um, if it didn't get picked up for another two seasons. Like, if, if the, the network just decided to drop it mm-hmm. after he left the show. Right. Uh, he really wanted to make sure that it got to 100. Because he was like, it's the sweet spot, 100 episodes. So, hmm. yeah. MJ. MJF. MJF. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good book. It's a good book. Good. Check it out. No, no, hold won't. on. You read it? Listen to it. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, so, yeah. So, you're, you're 10. You're, you're just in the sweet spot of the golden age and the yeah. syndication. It's probably playing a lot on TV. Yeah. So, I can... Uh, I mean, I remember watching a lot of The Simpsons mm-hmm. a lot of the time. Um, to the point where I've seen, like... Uh, of the of the earlier episodes, like up to season, I don't know, twenty 
2012-ish, sure. around yeah. the year 2000, say. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, I've seen a lot of those episodes many, many times. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm not great with like the trivia and the, and the little <laughs> facts of this and that, but right. um, I would say, um, yeah, I do hold it quite dear. Mm-hmm. It's a big part of my childhood. Yeah. <laughs> Like um, like many eighties uh, babies uh, and and early nineties babies, uh, yeah, it's very much yeah. like a a thing that shaped their their humor or their you know uh, I know myself and Greg and a lot of people we talk to on this show uh, a lot of references in the show they see on Simpsons first <laughs> and then see the movie or whatever they're parodying and then they're like oh that's what the Simpsons was doing right yeah um, so and I feel like there was nothing. There was really nothing else like it on TV for a very long time. Mm-hmm. And um, it was just, I don't know, it was always, well, at the time, it was always super funny and, <laughs> uh, and fun. And, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I think I, I would say if this was a, and I, I, I see we're allowed to swear on this podcast. Oh, fuck yeah. Go if for this it. Was, <laughs> if this is like the Mary fuck, kill scenario, as right. you were putting it, like... I'm, I'm, it's not like I've, this isn't a one night stand with the Simpsons. Right. <laughs> um, I'm, I, I don't know you don't if want I'm, to kill it. I'm not married to it. Well, no, I don't want to kill it though either. <laughs> I guess I don't, I'm sorry. I've really so it's, it's, a, it's myself. a merge between marry and kill really, or sorry, marry and fuck. Uh, because yeah. you, you, you have, you have that long term uh, yeah. relationship with it, but you also like, it's yeah, still it's pretty still, sexy. still spicy. Yeah. Things yeah. are... <laughs> <laughs> Things are interesting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, do you have a favorite episode that, off the top of your head? Oh man, I always think of. I always think of uh, the one where Homer purposely gets overweight, so he can go on to. <laughs> oh, King Homer! Yes. Um, I I really, <laughs> I really like that episode. That's and, great and just like that season that like there's kind of a few seasons there where he's kind of like the super dopey and just. Um, that's, that's a real sweet spot for me. But yeah, I, there's I, like a flow chart of Homer's, uh, stupidity that kind of goes up and then kind of like... They really start playing it goes, up. Goes down a bit and, and be, he becomes less dumb and more just like mean and, uh, purposefully Agitated, ignorant. Yeah. And, yeah, and that's what we call on the show and I've read in other books as well, Jerkass Homer, uh, mm-hmm. which I'm not a fan of, but, uh, yeah, the, the stupid, oblivious, dopey, uh, I think is a good word for it, uh, Homer is very much... One of my favorite uh, t- types of Homer, I guess, <laughs> because his so character does evolve to, quite um, a bit. I just need to correct you. It's King Size Homer. King Size King Homer. Thank size you. Yes. Homer. Yeah. King Homer is the uh, Treehouse of Horror episode where he's King, where Kong. He's King Kong. That's yeah. right. Thank you. Um, phew. Don't, don't yeah, have to yeah. correct that next episode. Yeah, I don't want to get a correction on that shit from that shit. <laughs> We're fact-checking on the fly. <laughs> that's right. That's, uh, yeah. Um... Awesome. So it keeps uh, us on the ball. Mm-hmm. We no, are. We advertise ourselves as an encyclopedic compendium of uh, all things Simpsons seasons one through absolutely. ten. That's right. So we have to kind of make sure we're yeah. we're good. Um, it's great the to be only in this, one in the in this, Calgary. That's right. <laughs> in this nerd possibly center. in Canada. I don't know. Who knows? I mean, I haven't Everyone heard of any else. others. I know some others that are in the states. But... Yeah, they're in the states in Los Angeles. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Really Do you mean nice someone thing. else is out there doing this? Not, not this specifically. Yeah, like, exactly uh, there's so I think the most prolific Simpsons podcast that I know of is called Everything's Coming Up. Nope. Podcast. No, we don't need to. <laughs> we don't need to promote anyone else's podcast here. That's okay. 
I didn't. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> but we should take a moment to uh, promote this beer. Oh right, that we have. This is uh, this is some beer that y- that you slash we won in yeah, a sense. Yeah, we won this beer. Um, uh, the last I trivia finally, night. I finally got it. And where did I get it from? The guy gave me a pamphlet. Um, uh, he gave it to. He uh, got it from the Seventeenth Ave Liquor Boat uh, Liquor Boutique. Um, <laughs> you say liquor boat? The liquor boat. Yeah, liquor, liquor boat. No, <laughs> the Seventeenth Ave Liquor Boutique, uh, five nineteen Seventeenth Ave Southwest in Calgary. Um, they have these things on tap, and we just got a big growler full of this pumpkin ale. Pumpkin so, ale. Uh, welcome to the Barley Buds. Talking suds with the <laughs> barley buds. Mmm. <laughs> mmm. That's wet. I like. <laughs> That's the way I like my beer. It's wet. Liquid. Yep. <laughs> uh, I like that. Uh, yeah, I, I'm actually. I, I'm not a huge fan of pumpkin beer. I thought I would be because I actually like a lot of pumpkin, yeah. like pumpkin pie, pumpkin spice yeah. bullshit. Um, so you're pumpkin the worst. beer, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> very much in my uh, hipster uh, wheelhouse. Yeah, but uh, pumpkin beer has always been kind of a hit or miss with me. Mm-hmm. I enjoy it, but it's never something that I'm like, I need more of this right now. Yeah, um, but this is good. Like it's a it's a good uh, pumpkin ale. It's not too strong. It's not too subtle. So it's uh, you know what you're drinking, but yeah. it's not. Punching you in the face. It lets itself be beer first. Yes. Pumpkin second. <laughs> That's right. How was your want... Pabst Blue Ribbon? <laughs> well, it doesn't have a goddamn pumpkin in it. I'll tell you that. It's uh, real Speaking of hipsters. Uh, Speaking of. Got some PBR there. Uh, well, did yours win a Blue Ribbon? For in 1852? Because <laughs> that's when it won its Blue Ribbon. Well. 18, oh, 1844. Holy shit, I, I was wow. close. That was pretty early. clear. <laughs> and it's, it's right uh, around the end of World okay, War II. Okay, let me just, let me, let, it says 1844. Perhaps strong, by the way. Strong beer. Not just regular. That means it won its blue ribbon before the Civil some, War. Some kind of there tough guy, There were still eh? slaves when that thing won. <laughs> God damn. Anyway. Wait, there were still slaves in... And it's 18, delicious. 1844. Oh, Pardon me. I heard 1944. <laughs> well, there's slaves somewhere out there right now. <laughs> uh, that's true. That's arguable. Pets. And yes, that's uh, well. Pets are slaves. I think there's places where low, humans are slaves still. Low, low functioning uh, <laughs> slaves, but they they are. Um, anyway, helper monkeys. Um, What's this podcast? These, <laughs> these actually these uh, these the guys Emancipation were, Podcast Nation. These these guys down at this liquor store were actually liquor boat. Uh, yeah, the, the liquor boat uh, liquor boutique were actually really nice and. Um, they wanted me to uh, suggest that people go and uh, tweet at them at craft beer to go. That's numerical too. Um, they have a bunch of this really awesome Crown Royal. It's there still. Um, it's the Northern Harvest. That, like that one won a thing. Yeah, it won a thing. Did it win a blue ribbon? Uh, <laughs> it won a red of, ribbon. Kind of. It won an award. Yeah, yeah. It won a big, big award. It was like named the best whiskey in the world by this like really well renowned. So it's just like a different kind of Crown Royal. Yeah, it was like it's like their special brew for the for the holidays or something. Okay. And they're like one of the only liquor stores in the city that still has that still has it. Hmm. Um, so Crown Royal Northern Harvest down at the Seventeenth uh, Ave Liquor Boutique at Craft Beer to Go. If you want to tweet at them, nice. And hopefully they'll tweet us back. Yeah. Yeah. Liquor boutique, barely yeah. know her boutique, and uh, they have an awesome <laughs> um, dog down there that hangs out with them all the time. Oh, what kind of dog? Uh, I think it's a German Shepherd. Nice. Yeah, named Sage. Nice. Cute dog. 
Uh, anyway, the that was the Is this a, a, are they sponsoring this podcast? I wish. They, they might now. Maybe Maybe if we did an awesome job, they'll sponsor us because we are looking for sponsors. Or at least supply <laughs> a different yeah. ale to, I mean, uh, that's a, that's a sponsor for me. To wet your whistles yeah. right, on every episode. As long as it's liquid. We'll gladly plug them every time if they give us beer. 100%. Yeah. Every time yep. we will plug them. Yeah. <laughs> every time. And not just out of selfishness, like, actually, because, as you said, they're very nice people, so yeah. Yeah, uh, give them your business. It's yeah. the only place I shop. That's, that's right. <laughs> not just for liquor. I it's the tell. only place I shop. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very disappointed many times when I go there for light bulbs. Uh, <laughs> I don't have light bulbs. Yeah, my, my house is dark. <laughs> um. Maybe you should stop. Maybe you should stop shopping at just a yeah. liquor store. Shut up! <laughs> it's the only place I shop! All right. The Auto Show. The Auto Show. That's this, an episode. This is an episode we'll be talking about that we watched. Uh, this is episode number 8F21. The 22nd episode of The Simpsons' third season. The TV Guide synopsis. <laughs> Spinal Tap hits Springfield and Otto the bus driver hits the skids after being fired. That's it. Hits the skids. Hits the skids. That's, 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 that's tasty. That's yeah. Tasty Could you imagine being, uh, being a TV Guide... Uh, Momo, uh, uh, like writer? synopsis writer, like they they all moved over to like Netflix. Yeah, now, yeah. right. Like they oh. they all write the synopses for some of those Netflix synopses. Though I feel they, like an algorithm. They're all different on every platform. <laughs> what really? Yeah, on Apple TV, different from. Well, I know PS3. like I know it's different when you're browsing versus when you actually click on it. Did you know that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Okay. I did so. All right. Well. There are too many synopsis writers employed yeah. out there. Apparently, they've, 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 over, they've overshot their synopsis writers, so they have three different people writing synopses for everything. And they're like, "Well, we have all these synopses. How are we going to fit them all in?" There's different ones. There's there's different ones for PS, the PlayStation one, mm-hmm. and I assume it's the same for Xbox. Probably. Uh, computer is different. And, PC. Yeah, PC. Thanks. Uh, and uh, Apple TV Personal is different. Computer. Yeah. Um. Hmm. So. Interesting, uh, but that's actually a pretty uh, succinct and accurate synopsis. Spinal Tap is in town, and yeah, Otto gets fired. Otto gets fired. This episode sucks balls. <laughs> it was not a good episode. No, it's not my favorite. I think uh, I think this is the worst episode of the season. Yeah, it, it, it is. Oh, oh, all right. No argument there. I don't even remember. There's a little side. Like plot in that episode, what was happening? Um, I don't even remember it. That's how. <laughs> that's how bad it is. That's how um, bad it was. Yeah, I don't know because there's. So it's weird because it, it starts with a really extended. Uh, Bart goes to his first concert thing. Yeah, that's that's the whole excellent. first first act. Right? Yeah, and it's excellent. It's basically the. It's sequel really funny. For spinal yeah, tab. It's, this is Spinal Tab yeah. done with. There's the a Simpsons. Spinal Tab reunion on yeah. the Simpsons. Yeah. yeah. It's, and it's and it's fun and it's funny and there's a lot of great gags and then uh, as soon as like it becomes the auto show which is the title of the episode it just falls flat because and I think because Otto is not an interesting character no he's not every time that they do an auto centric episode I think there's two or three I was gonna say this I, is the only one I can think of off the top of my that head. I can remember like, um, I can't think of any other auto episodes and I'm glad well, for there's it. the one where he's um, where he like. Uh, asks that woman to marry. This sounds like something <laughs> post season twelve. In which case, is. I don't care. It definitely is. Like, <laughs> uh, 
and it's really, really awful. Because yeah. um, it's not even like about Otto, it's about his fiancée who just moves in with the Simpsons because... Oh, okay. Becky. Yeah, Becky. Yes, okay, I remember usurper, that episode. Usurper, I usurper, hate... usurper! That's more about Marge. Yeah. Yeah, I hate that episode. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, Otto is not an interesting character, he's great as a side character, and this oh, is yeah. something we talked about last because episode too. Because Otto, right? Or maybe not last episode, one of these episodes, we talked about how certain... Uh, peripheral characters do not deserve their own stories. Comic uh, book guy, comic book guy, squeaky voice teen, squeaky voice teen, disco stew. Yeah. They <laughs> they serve their purpose. Yes, Gil, they're, they're good as, they need to. exactly as just side things that like do little gags here and there. I'm not. I don't turn I don't, the TV off at night and wonder. You know what's what's, what's at Otto's core? What's Otto up to? Yeah, wonder what, what he what does makes between, him tick. Yeah. <laughs> what's the Bumblebee man? <laughs> <laughs> Which I believe we see a little bit of. Well, like 22 22 short well it's great. Yeah, that's what's great about 22 short films is that they do uh, short films about characters you don't give a shit about for the most yeah. part. And, that's and how it works much I care so about well. Yeah, I care about them for a minute. It's, yeah, it's very <laughs> small. And it's just like, what does Bumblebee Man do after he's done working? Oh, he goes home and has a similar experience to his work. That's funny. Let's move on. Yeah. <laughs> don't need a whole episode devoted to it. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so this this episode is about Otto and crashing at the Simpsons' house, because of course he is, and then trying to get his bus license. And, uh, <laughs> Tony, as you mentioned when we were watching it, that wrapped up really quick. Because yeah. he basically is just like, I guess I'll go try my thing again, and then it's like, I hate Homer Simpson because it's Patty... Uh, who also hates Homer, she just ignores the fact that he's a danger to society. He has no reason to hate Homer either. No, it's the most arbitrary... Yeah. Uh, it, it feels super lazy. Yeah. Like, a sponge! It's, does this look I'll so show like, him what a sponge can do. Yeah, he goes in and is like, I'm doing this to so I can staple my driver's license to Homer Simpson's big bald head. Like, what? He let you live in his house for yeah. free for weeks. It's it's something that's like a like a one uh, a one joke gag like the the part where he's like you know oh I'm I am a bum like your dad said and he's like he called you a sponge sponge and he gets like really upset about that like that's fine to be like have that, that as, a, as one joke if it's like because he's like a sponge and yeah like, punches the wall the, it can, that can't be the resolution that's no the that's yeah. the turning that can't, that yeah. can't be like what drives him for the rest of the episode that's a joke not a resolution <laughs> exactly. that's a throwaway gag and when you say the rest of the episode they spent 20 minutes <laughs> getting to <laughs> establishing all of this confrontation yeah. And then the last two, two minutes, minutes yeah. uh, oh, he passes his driver's test, even though he's doing terribly. Mm -hmm. And then and he runs over then he gets his job back. Women and children. And, <laughs> and we're back to stasis, or yep. whatever you call Status it. Status quo. Yeah. There, yeah. yeah, so that's... Uh, just to tell you, just to show you how much the, um, uh, like, uh, how much people were actually, like, into the story of this episode, uh, on the Wikipedia page, the, uh, there's, a, there's a picture that goes along with this episode, and it's the promo poster that Fox made and it just says in huge block letters Spinal Tap live on The Simpsons Thursday April 23rd it doesn't say anything about anything mm -hmm. else Spinal Tap's in the first act yeah right if you just watch the first third of that episode <laughs> it's a pretty good episode it's it is yeah, yeah it's great I love it I it's think succinct. it's really funny yeah. there's a lot of concert like bits <laughs> yeah. going on a lot there's... of sight gags and whatever and then Homer's out in the car listening to Fred Alpert yeah and, thank uh... you Springton there will be no encore is a great line <laughs> yeah. yeah and with the name of the city taped on the back of yeah. the guitar yep. it's all great 
And then there's like a riot breaking out in the background and Homer's, there was a little Spanish <laughs> flea. Very it's great. good. Yeah, it's very funny. Um, very funny. Very funny. I don't think anything else in the episode really is. No. Um, I, I do like the bit where... Um, Principal Skinner is driving the school bus. Is that and, the side story that you were maybe thinking Maybe it was, oh, yeah. yeah. That could be the side story. Because yeah. that's, that's pretty fun. I actually really love when he's... But that's, <laughs> not, only, not only, like, enjoying their, like, bus driver song. Like, he's singing along and he loves it. But then when he gets to the intersection, he's like, Oh, some, some citizen will let me in. And then cut to him later. He's, like, got a beard. He has a five o'clock shadow. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's disheveled. Let me in! <laughs> Damn it, let me in! That's really funny. That's uh, a great, great Skinner yeah. character beat. Yeah. <laughs> and there's another one. There's an even better one in the episode that follows. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. That, we'll get to that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> my, it's, might be my, that might be my favorite part of the episode. Yeah. Um, but, so, I think, like, I feel like a lot of this episode was uh, written with, uh, you know, the idea of Bart going to his first rock concert in mind. And then, like, who should be the the uh, rock band that he goes to see. And they got the idea of doing Spinal Tap. Uh, I think a big reason, obviously, is because Harry Shearer was in Spinal Tap. He played Derek Smalls. So he, you know, it's kind of like a, re- like you said, a reunion of sorts uh, with Michael McKean and Christopher Guest. Um, but then, and so, like, they, that, that was great. But, they, of course, that can't hold an episode, right? Just that. Yeah. So they needed something to, to tack onto it. And that's why the auto stuff came in. Which is unfortunate. Yeah. Because, to be perfectly honest, I would prefer to see two acts of a Spinal Tap concert yeah. and one act of an auto thing yeah. than, the, than vice versa. Because the, the first act is the Spinal Tap concert, and it is so disjointed mm-hmm. from the rest of the episode. Yeah. Right? Because Otto's there, and Snakes is like, dude, let's trash the place. Like, okay. Yeah. It, it just seems like that's all you're going to see of Otto in this episode. Yeah, because they give you no indication that ooh he's actually going to be in the rest of this episode at all. Um, and the only thing that really brings them brings that about is the fact that Bart plays Bart. the guitar. Bart gets is the guitar. The, is that the side plot? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Maybe there isn't even a side plot. There isn't much of one. <laughs> yeah. um, but I was gonna say uh, Bart's left-handed. Oh, when it comes to playing guitar, great. He plays guitar yeah. left-handed, and then when Otto plays. He switches it and plays it, like, upside down. Maybe that's why um, Bart was having such a hard time with it, because he might have been playing it upside down, Hmm. which would be be. difficult at best. Mm -hmm. But if that's how you learn, then that's how you learn it. That's a real (laughs) Easter egg you came across there. Maybe that's why. Maybe Bart's a savant this whole time. Uh, Well, actually, that's something that doesn't know it. That, that was something that I, I was always, like, kind of bummed about, is that he doesn't even try and keep going Yeah, with the guitar, and it's just like, well, you probably could do something with it. I do I do really like the gag, though, that when Homer, yes, that is. you know, comforts him and is like, you know, ah, that's okay, we'll put it with all the other stuff you quit. Yeah. Um, because it, it feels very much like a sitcom ending, um, <laughs> but, like, with the reverse uh, <laughs> message. Yeah. You know, here, sitcom, and then he sits yeah. on his knee. Yeah, and it's like, I love you, Dad. It's like very like yeah. sweet. <laughs> but if now let's go too... watch TV. <clears throat> yeah. What's on? Doesn't, Doesn't matter. matter. <laughs> That's it's like the Simpsons in a nutshell. Is yeah. that conversation in a sense? It subverts the expectations that we come to think of a, a, that should happen at the end yeah. of the sitcom, right? Yeah. Um, especially the ones that were on at the time, mm-hmm. like the Cosby Show. <laughs> 
Sorry. Uh, hey, it was it their was, direct competition at the yeah, time. So, was, yeah, Hell, and and look at their uh, legacy versus the Simpsons legacy. So, Simpsons is better. Yep, has a better <laughs> legacy by default at I'm this point. Tell. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, we'll see what uh, you know. Dan Kesslin and his criminal record end up looking <laughs> yeah. like. See if any allegations come up against yeah, uh, maybe, Matt Green. Maybe we'll change our minds. But right now, it's great. It's, yeah, we'll ride that roller coaster. Um, so, I was, what was I going to say? Oh, so uh, there was uh, something I read about the fact that they chose Final Tap for, um, for this episode. Um, and the fact that they did actually have to pay for the rights for the songs. Really? Yeah. Um, which you'd think, like, no, like, they should be able to just do it because Harry Shearer, but no, like, it's still, it's still licensed songs, and, like, Harry Shearer doesn't own those songs, he was just an actor in that movie, right? Well, they would belong to all of them. Well, no, would, no, not the actors, would, sorry, the no, thing, it right? would, yeah, it would belong to the, to the, to to the, the studio. production company, yeah. yeah, it would belong to the studio. Because because uh, they're not a real band. It's right. it's a fake band with three yeah. actors, and um, because of that, they had to pay for the, the rights of the songs. And some of the writers were upset because they said they could get a quote real band for that money. Um, so they were upset that they had to use Spinal Tap. Um, but I think it works. It works well because uh, if we had seen like like U two or you know some I don't know who's what bands were popular at that time. Well, but U two has was very popular at the time. Act on Baby just came arguably out. they still are. Um, um, yeah, yeah. Um, everybody uh, loved when they hacked. Everybody loved when they hacked our iTunes account. That's right? right. Yes. Um, <laughs> gave you free music. Yeah. How, without my permission. How dare you? How Bonobos? dare you? <laughs> Are you talking U2 to me? <laughs> you two me. talking U2 to me? <laughs> you, uh, you two talk U2 to you. <laughs> oh, God. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, we, yeah. I didn't bring up U2. <laughs> Uh, I did. I did. What like, other bands would have guilty. been popular in the, the, the early nineties? Well, just the, the ones that they've had on the show, like Aerosmith. Yeah. Um, the Rolling Stones, uh, Ramones. Um, Rolling Stones. Yeah, they would. They had the Rolling Stones on uh, a little later. Did they? Yeah. They had. They've so had you're not thinking of the Ramones. They've had the Who have on. the Rolling Stones killed. Uh, those. Aren't but sir, that was the... do what I say. <laughs> uh... <laughs> Yeah, but, but, but basically, hell, basically what I was saying bastard. is if they, if they used an actual band um, rather than a fictional comedy band, as, which is essentially what Spinal Tap is, uh, they wouldn't, I, I think it, they'd be much more uh, handcuffed in terms of doing a lot of the jokes that they did. Because, yeah. the, because the band would probably be like, oh, like we don't want to do that joke or that kind of thing. Who knows, right? Because a lot of the bands seem pretty game for anything in the show. But at that time, it's tough to say. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad that it was Spinal Tap. Um, I also did not realize they were a fake band when I saw this episode. Me neither. Because this was the first. This was my first experience with Spinal Tap. Yep. Didn't see the documentary or mockumentary. Whatever yeah. You want to call it. When I was a child, I thought that they were just a, a real band and yeah. that they were super hardcore. Totally. And I did not know about them, and they were like <laughs> devil worshiping, like, whatever. Inflatable yeah. devil worship. Inflatable or <laughs> half inflated uh, yeah. Dark Lord. Yeah. If it was fully inflated, it does look very intimidating. <laughs> <laughs> um, like it's that that part's the the first seven minutes of this episode are chock are jammed with really good jokes, mm-hmm. and it's just very unfortunate that the rest of the episode sucks. 
Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't, like, if I was to try to summarize the episode, meh, for TV Guide. Okay. <laughs> Please I, do. I would say, like, the whole story about Otto getting kicked off his bus route uh, is, like, not even, it's, like, not even a very big part of the episode. Yeah. It's so weird. And it's such a non-plot point, too. Like, it's just so, like, like I don't He gets care. kicked off. Then he's living with the Simpsons for a bit. Yeah. It's a little bit annoying yeah. for for Homer. Yeah, for two minutes, he finds some hair in the drain. And then he gets... And he calls uh, him Poppin' Fresh, and he's like, he needs to go! And it's like, okay. And Jesus. then he gets his uh, license. Yeah, Give and everything's yeah. happy. Like, when you look at it that way, it's a very bad episode. <laughs> um, like... There, there's, there's, there was a way to save this episode, I think, and it was to make the auto show part the side, the B plot, right, and have it uh, intertwined with the Spinal Tap concert, mm-hmm. right? Because the, the big problem I've found with like a lot of the Simpsons episodes is that the first act has nothing to do with the second and third acts. So if you can somehow make and I've I've found especially in the later seasons that the first act is where all the best jokes are, and this is uh, an example of that. A very 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 early example and a big red flag warning sign. Um, <laughs> but if you can somehow harness that creativity and put that into an absurd episode, that'd be great. Yeah, that'd be great. And have like and have and have like there's conflict among Otto and the Simpsons and it's like but he's actually really good with the kids and he takes Bart to his first concert and like through no fault of his own it like turns into a big riot and he gets Bart out mm. right and he like kind of like rescues Bart from all this violence and everything and it's yeah. just like it's like wow I'm actually worthwhile yeah cuz the thing is he has know, no arc yeah, there's no arc and there's no depth to his character either. No. Like that's that's what works well with when they do in, like create new episodes based on characters, periphery characters. Yeah, like Troy they, McClure. Troy like McClure, Troy McClure episode. Uh, Krusty the Clown, even. Yep. Um, um, Skinner episodes. Skinner, of course. Uh, Any Burns episode. <laughs> Any Burns ones. You're Mo. You're a poo. Yeah. Let's exactly. name some characters. Let's <laughs> just name Simpsons characters. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Bart Simpson. Maggie Simpson. But yeah, basically, uh, all, Margaret. They, all they did with this Who's episode... Margaret Simpson? <laughs> uh, your youngest daughter? Yeah, your youngest daughter. All they did was say, this guy's a bus driver. Yep. They take him out of his bus driver role, He he's lost he's and meaningless, ch- and then they put him back into his bus driver role. Exactly. It didn't actually it give it any itself, depth It writes itself, don't you see? Yeah. He even literally says in the episode, like, the only thing I was good at was driving a bus, and now, you know, they say I need a piece of paper to do that. So they didn't even try to be like, oh, like, he's also good at other things. Yeah, like, maybe he's going to be... Explore his rocker past, and, like, maybe yeah. he actually was in a band in the past, and, it like, something bad happened with he's it. He's great with the guitar. Maybe yeah. he wants to start a band. Maybe he gets a little you know, there was... Maybe he uh, joins Spinal Tap on stage. There you go. He yeah. becomes the sixth member. Because someone gets electrocuted. Sorry, seventh in member. Because the audience is the sixth yeah. member. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. maybe, yeah, maybe um, Derek Smalls gets electrocuted. <laughs> Because he's standing in melted ice rink yeah. water. <laughs> well, like six days of the week, this place is a hockey rink. A thousand watts of electricity flow through those cords. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, they just they made no attempt to give any depth to his character, in, in which case it's just boring. Like It's just like, now, like, this character who is a one joke, you know, a bum who drives a school bus, is now just a bum who doesn't drive the school bus. 
and there's no in, nothing interesting about it. Yeah. So. Yeah. Not a great episode. Nope. To summarize, <laughs> not good. C minus. Um, time for the reference desk? Sure, let's go to the reference desk. Of course, we have This Is Spinal Tab. Oh, yeah. That's the a reference. whole first act of This Is Spinal Tab. Uh, Billy Beer is a <laughs> actual beer. <laughs> <laughs> For the uh, listener, yeah, <laughs> in like the first scene, Homer, Homer puts on drinks. his old concert uh, jacket, which he finds a beer in the pocket. <laughs> this is where I used to stash my beer, <gasps> Billy beer, and then just drinks it, and then drinks it without presumably very, and then drives the children. <laughs> That's right. There was a, there was an endorsement. This is the reason it was called Billy beer. Are you ready for this? Mm-hmm. Uh, it was written with an endorsement on every single can. Brewed expressly for and with the personal approval of one of America's all-time great beer drinkers, Billy Carter. <laughs> Billy Carter was the younger brother of then-president Jimmy, Jimmy Carter. Carter. <laughs> wow. Uh, and this is what he had to say. I had this beer brewed up just for me. I think it's the best I ever tasted. And I've tasted a lot. I think you'll like it too. Despite Carter's promotion of Billy Beer, in private, he drank Pabst. Oh! Hey! hey. Oh. Come it on. all comes full circle. The not quite president maker. Was um, it just called Pabst at that time? Because it didn't get a blue ribbon yet? No, it was, it was there are pa- other types of Pabst, yeah. I think. Pabst is the company. This is the particular this is the best brew one because it's blue that ribbon. That won the blue ribbon. So. <laughs> I'm sorry, I have to say one more thing, because this is how old it is. Um, <laughs> it started production in July of, 90, uh, of, of, 19, of 1977, and it closed its doors in October of 1978. Wait, so it lasted a year? Just over a year. So, wow. So that... that um, Even for people that... Beer, that- that beer Homer drank was an artifact. Yeah. He probably could have got a lot of money for that. Yeah. Um, after Billy Beer ceased production, advertisements and newspapers offering to sell Billy Beer cans for several hundred to several thousands of dollars each, attempting to profit from their perceived rarity. Oh, Homer. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, however, since they were produced in the millions, the real value ranged from 50 cents to a dollar. Wow. <laughs> but maybe not in the 90s. Yeah. Maybe not. Maybe not in the 90s. Uh, over 10 years after it ceased production. That's how obscure some of these references are, though, because... Billy I, Beer! B- Billy Beer, I just thought, was like a thing they made up. They didn't even make that up. Yeah. Those lazy writers. <laughs> yeah, I, no, I thought it was something they made up, too, until now, when I saw it had a link. They're just referencing an obscure beer. See, I had the opposite reaction. I was like, oh, that's got to be a reference to something, because what a strange name for a beer to make up. I just thought it was like a precursor to Duff. Or something. Fair enough. Um, uh, Spanish Flea, of course. Oh, Herb Alpert. <laughs> yeah. You can't, you can't be sad while listening to Herb Alpert in the T1 press. <laughs> That's right. Can, can, we, can we get an endorsement from Herb Alpert? <laughs> can he sponsor state? this podcast? Is he still alive? Is he still, I think he's still alive. Okay, good. Yeah. I, I, I like to think he's out there. So. <laughs> Trumpeting his way That's, yeah. around town. Just, it is. Uh, there's a reference to um, Happy Days. 
Hey, oh, yeah. Mr. S. Hey, hey. Mr. S. And this is course, like, oh, he's not the Fonz. This is not Happy Days. He's not the Fonz. Hey, yeah. Mr. S. Yeah. Otto plays Freebird by Leonard Skinner on the school bus. Which is, uh, for the listener, a long song. Long song. Yeah. And Which is why he creates funny, a traffic jam behind him. That's funny. <laughs> it's, uh, it's ten minutes if you play the full one where it yes. doesn't fade out in the end. Right. Well, you got to play the full solo. The, the one that fades out is like nine minutes and 45 seconds. Got Gotcha. So. so 15 seconds? they fade out about yeah about 20 it's about it seems 20, unnecessary 20, 20 like if you're gonna fade long. it out fade out like when the solo well, starts so, what, what, they wanted no. to give the impression that the song just went on forever no, ab- oh, okay. uh, yeah absolutely not <laughs> what is your what's wrong with you i'm just saying it seems silly to fade out anyway <laughs> uh dumpster brand trash container is actually a real thing <laughs> yeah that's one of those. It's one of those Kleenex uh, situations yeah, yeah. where people call uh, any Frigidaire. trash bin dumpster yeah. when technically it's a brand name. Yeah. Just like any tissue paper, tissue paper, tissue paper, nose tissue, facial tissue, facial tissues. Thank you. Yes. Those are uh, not all Kleenexes. No. But uh, people call them all Kleenexes because it's because that's how much power Kleenex has. That's how much big power Kleenex. Brand. Big tissues. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he's living in a trash co. Uh, waste disposal, waste disposal yeah. receptacle. Yeah, yeah waste yeah. disposal unit. <laughs> That's right. Uh, so, what's our favorite jokes of this episode? Oh boy, um, I think it, it. I mean, most of the Spinal Tap stuff. I think specifically, I like that they bring them back later, and they're like <laughs> on the tour bus. Yeah, and they're like, they're like that was that was a good show. <laughs> like it was the worst show. Yeah. But, so <laughs> I show last night. Yeah. Yeah. And it ended they, with a riot. Yeah. <laughs> that was a good show. They last played night. for twenty minutes. <laughs> They they said there will be no encore, and their like inflatable devil a, didn't blow up. I feel like that's a big reference to like the big rock supergroups of the time, specifically Guns N' Roses, because at the time in 1992, the albums Use Your Illusion one and two were coming out, and of course. this was <laughs> everyone knows that. I remember it like it was yesterday. <laughs> well, you should. You were ten, right? <laughs> so. Um, these these two massive albums were being released by the one of the biggest bands in the world. There you go. That's one. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, they were notorious for, like Axl Rose was notorious for showing up never, right? Mm-hmm. And more than one Guns N' Roses concert ended in a riot to rival a soccer riot. Um, <laughs> and sometimes they would like play for like half an hour and then just, yeah, good night, Springton. That would be an encore. Yeah, I like that. Good night, Springton. Be no encore. For the yeah. listeners, the actual name of the city is Springfield. Yes, <laughs> in case you're unfamiliar. That's the, with, would the, be, uh, the television show we're talking it's definitely about. Definitely a city in this episode. Yes. Yeah. Uh, which, by the way, uh, the Spinal Tap's world tour is London, Paris, Munich, Springfield. <laughs> <laughs> so really, so, really hitting all the big so hot spots. Europe <laughs> and Springfield. Springfield. The world tour has four <laughs> locations. Oh, that's that's Spinal Tap, though. Yep. I'm surprised they didn't go to Japan. <laughs> Sex Farm is a big hit there. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> ah, nailed it. Um, did you have a favorite joke? Uh, I just like Skinner freaking out when he's trying to merge into traffic. Yeah. It's that's, funny. It's really funny. He's sitting there all day. He's got a five o'clock shadow. I, I didn't. He's find agitated. It that funny. I like it. <laughs> Time had passed. I like I like shot. the I like the setup of it and then the payoff. I think it works really well. Where he's like he's like oh oh 
Oh, missed it. Oh, oh. And he's oh, like, oh, maybe here. Yeah. Oh. Oh, like, I think you need to be oh, more aggressive. And he's like, no, no, uh, some nice citizen will let me in. And then it cuts away, and we don't see him again, but then it cuts back later. It's not even like an immediate cut. It's just like, oh, let's see what's happening with Skinner. Oh, he's still there. <laughs> and he's got a five o'clock shadow, and he's screaming. I think it's really funny. But, again, I love Skinner, so. Yeah. I really like that uh, the stadium is a hockey rink, and mm. there's water on the stage mm-hmm. just everywhere um that's actually my favorite joke when the when the guy They're says I'll, I'll be honest with you six days of the week this is a hockey arena and then oh. they're just standing in like ankle deep puddles of water and it's like and one of them slips as they walk out yeah, there. yeah. <laughs> it's like i'm so surprised actually i, I just remember their drummer my... didn't die i'm really surprised their drummer didn't die <laughs> well I just he did my he favorite. did he was on the bus well, yeah, they the whole band died, but not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just remember my actual favorite joke uh, is when they get back home and it's like, "How's like where's Millhouse?" <laughs> and he's like, "I'll be right back," and leaves. And then it cuts to Millhouse. The stadium's empty, and he's buried under chairs, and he's going, "Help! Help!" Oh my god, that's the funniest thing. <laughs> he lost his glasses. And his his brand new uh, leather rock, rock and <laughs> jacket. roll jacket is all torn. Oh, that he got with 50,000 Bazooka, Bazooka Joes. Um, oh, any, anytime man. Milhouse has like disfortune thrust upon him is really funny to me. Speaking of Milhouse, yes. Bart's friend falls in love. Oh, that next episode. episode. <laughs> oh, there's new beer. <laughs> New That's our next, next Ooh, episode. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's the 23rd episode of The Simpsons' third season. My God, we only have one episode left. That's right. Um, this one was written by the team of Jay Kogan and Wallace Wolodarski. Uh <laughs> I just thought the chalkboard gag was funny. I will not snap bras. Mm-hmm. I thought we had a... Made us think of something interesting there. He was probably doing it to the teachers if he was. Well, yeah, ten year olds probably aren't wearing bras. Yeah, so probably it's not. Gone so. to the teachers. Well, I don't know. That's uh, kind of, you're on the verge there yeah. in elementary school. I knew some pretty saucy ten year olds when I was ten. TV Guide synopsis: <laughs> The Love Bug <laughs> Is this bites. A new thing. Yeah, it's a new thing. <laughs> okay. The Love Bug bites Millhouse, leaving him little time for Bart. And Marge orders a subliminal message weight loss tape for Homer. Oh. <laughs> Who doesn't understand why he's still gaining weight? They gave that's now, the that's synopsis. A, that's that's, a, a, wow, that's that, a side plot where they gave that as much weight as the actual yeah, plot. Yeah, because weight wink because it's hilarious. Weight loss. Yeah, it's great. I love it. <laughs> I love that side. Maybe that's the side plot I was thinking. Yeah, maybe because it's great. It's awesome. Yeah, I, love it. Good I honestly side plot. forget one of like one of my favorite things about. Um, Simpsons side plots is like when it's a really really good one I forget what episode it's part of mm-hmm. like what yeah. the main episode it just stands alone yeah it's like this could be its own episode mm-hmm. and I truly believe that this is what Homer should have been doing when he was trying to lose weight in the episode brush with greatness <laughs> getting the yeah <laughs> vocabulary yeah. Tape. from Marvin Monroe <laughs> that would have been better um <laughs> I'm Dr. Marvin Monroe. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, what do we think? I love this episode. Yeah, I was so happy that this was the one that followed the auto show because yeah. I always forget, once again, how, mu- how good this episode is. 
It's so, so funny. It's got two, like, iconic things in it for me. Yeah. Like, the episode itself I, I always remember, but but the, the two things in the episode, the opening Raiders of the Lost Ark uh, parody oh. and the Fuzzy Bunny instructional video. Yes. Yeah. Two excellent, like, iconic things in the Simpsons canon yeah. um, that are just executed Mwah, ooh la la, perfectly. <laughs> so we open with uh, Bart stealing Homer's change jar. Homer's change jar, which is Do just a bunch touch. of pennies, apparently. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what does he need it for? The arcade. I mean, come on. People had a lot of change. This is like this before is debit 90s. cards yeah. were getting used very often. They still People don't use them in the United States. Debit cards? Not often. Yeah, no. it's kind of not, not a thing. Really? They heard. still use Stripe swipe credit cards. With no pin. No chip. No chip. They still use no swipe <laughs> signature. Are they in the Stone Age? Yeah. Yeah. They also haven't like gotten rid of the penny yet. It's true, and they never will. Mm, it's got Lincoln on it. Oh, well, here we go. Also that and zinc. <laughs> <laughs> Big zinc. Yeah, we I'm don't sorry wanna... I mentioned the change jar, you guys. <laughs> Let's take it back to why pennies are always going to be around I think in the I... United States. <laughs> Once again, zinc. Let's go over that. All right. <clears throat> 98% zinc. <laughs> I don't care. And now they're running out of zinc. Yeah, good. Take that. Oh, no. States. Guess yeah, what? Great parody. If they melted all those pennies down, <laughs> they would have a lot of zinc again. Just saying. Well. It would happen. So. <laughs> people throw out pennies like yeah, pennies are no, garbage I, no I know they're actually garbage like people like won't bend over to like if they see one on the ground they're vacuuming they'll just vacuum it up yeah okay what do you guys if you guys see a coin mm-hmm. on the street mm-hmm. what denomination does it have to be for you to stop and pick it up quarter quarter yeah quarter I'd pick up a dime oh yeah I wouldn't pick up a dime it's too hard <laughs> but you pick up a nickel then because it's a little easier. It's no. a bit bigger. No, a nickel's <laughs> worthless. <laughs> I the dime's pick, the hardest to pick I would, up. I will pick up anything that can be used in a downtown parking meter. Oh, yeah. Which is a quarter and up. I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. I just use a credit card. Well, yeah, I usually use a credit card, too, unless I'm in, like, that $2 spot. Mm. Yeah. Don't want to waste your credit card for that bullshit. Yeah. It's bullshit. <laughs> I use a bicycle, so I save the planet. <laughs> Well, la di da, la di frickin' da. It's cold outside, and I don't want to bike today. Uh, so anyway, we uh, <laughs> so yeah, great parody of Raiders of the Lost Ark. Um, uh, this is this is something that you know I say it's iconic, uh, mostly because I think it. I think in general it is, but it's mostly in my brain. It's very iconic. Like I remember seeing this for the first time and just being amazed by it. I was just like, this is so cool. And it's actually a lot shorter than I remember as well. But it's just like, it's great where he's, you know, he's tiptoeing, grabs the thing, and then Homer comes busting out, and he rolls down the stairs like the boulder. Uh, Maggie shoots the darts like the, you know, the Indians. Um, <laughs> when he jumps on the fan, he goes, what the? Don't! And then uh, slides under the door with his hat. Grabs just his like hat. Indiana Jones. And then uh, the, the, coup de, the coup de grace is when he runs out and he goes, hello! It's just—it's so great. It's so funny, and uh, yeah, just a nice little opening. My favorite that part has nothing of that. to do with the rest of the episode, which is why no. I love it. 
No, it's great. My favorite part is if you were to, as a normal human being, tr- uh, turn yourself into a ball, you would put your head toward your knees and, <laughs> and we would see the, like your back and the top of your head. But Homer, as he's falling down the stairs, he's an inside out ball. <laughs> Where his feet are like behind his head, yeah. and he's rolling, head he's rolling face first <laughs> over, like over and over and over toward the camera. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's uh... he's like contorted in such yeah, a yeah, no, it's very strange. It's, when it's you something think about that it. only like it's 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 one of those moments where the Simpsons animation changes. Do you know what I mean? Like um, like it gets over exaggerated again. Mm. Like um. And last exit to Springfield when Burns looks just a little off when he's being the Grinch. When he's being the Grinch, yeah. Yeah. Um, in a few sequences when, um, like, like they're just a little bit rubbery, right? Like um, Homer is like very just like inhuman in that scene, yeah. right? It just it's just so funny, so funny. All just so we can see his facial reactions, which is always great. Um, now, when they're riding the bus to school, Milhouse shows Bart his new fortune-telling toy. Magic 8 The ball. Magic 8 Who ball. had one of those? I don't I... think I ever did, but friends of mine absolutely did. I think I did. I, I think did, I too. did have one, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I totally had one. And you're not supposed to shake it. Well, no, it gets bubbles inside. Yeah. So it doesn't work properly Which then, uh, it. Oh, like it won't accurately tell the... Future. No, like it the, just starts to foam up, and then you can't even see yeah, the, yeah, <laughs> the yeah. thing anymore. I always shook it. No, you're supposed to just roll it. I think because this episode, I always shook it. Fair. I think everybody shook it. Yeah, yeah. I well, I like it's just when, like Polaroid pictures. You're not supposed to shake those. When I got it at a garage sale, <laughs> I did not know that. Why yeah. can't I shake it? Look at this uh, autograph. It's. <laughs> That's why, because Nickelback <laughs> will start singing. We'll start no, singing. Um, no, it's uh, so apparently like it. It's not. It's not necessarily going to ruin it, but it, it has the potential to make it worse um, hmm. by shaking it. You're supposed to actually just like just leave it still. That's why everything went so wrong for him in Memento. Oh, he, he was shaking his the, polarized. Yeah, what the pictures were of. Yeah, that's too bad. Well, it's Memento out, it's, reference. It out, it's Outcast's fault, really. For Shake it like that. a Polaroid picture. Yeah. Yeah, there's a whole new generation of kids out there like shaking when, their Polaroids. When they wrote that, it's song? okay. No one's. It's okay. It doesn't. It's not even going to matter because they're making. They're remaking Memento, so it's fine. Oh, thank God! Is yeah. he gonna? Is he gonna just have a? He's just a gonna smartphone? have a digital camera. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just gonna be a smartphone, and instead of taking pictures, he's just gonna. Uh, it's, instead of taking pictures, Instagram just, it. He, yeah, he's just gonna gram it, and instead of tattoos, he's just gonna write notes. Yeah, yeah. Movie over. <laughs> it's gonna be. Uh, oh, and he's gonna like do vines. <laughs> like lots of vines it's like this yeah. is Teddy he killed your wife it's Tom this Hart- is Teddy Tom he killed Hardy your wife this is Teddy he killed your wife this is Teddy he killed your wife yeah so you over and over yeah vines vines did you guys hear about that actually they are actually they're remaking, remaking Memento yeah they're remaking that's really dumb yeah I know right I just, I'm at the point where I just assume they're going to remake everything and it's yeah. all going to be terrible Every, everything's always going to get remade forever <laughs> everything is bad everything is ruined <laughs> We're all going to die alone. Moving on. <laughs> uh, Samantha Stanky. Yeah. Um, is introduced as the reason why Bart and Milhouse will not be friends by the end of the day. 
Because the love bug. Yeah, the love bug. And we are introduced to Samantha as she is uh, being transferred to Springfield Elementary and she is, I guess, talking to Principal Skinner as to why she's being transferred and Principal Skinner doesn't like transfer students. He thinks that it's just other principals trying to pawn off bad eggs. That's At least that's what Principal Skinner does. <laughs> and then we have... That's the scene with the great bit, though. That's the scene with the best bit. Oh, my God. It's so great. I'll save it for later. Oh, we're not going to talk about it right now? Oh, we can. <laughs> uh, we have our first introduction to... Uh, I think it's our first introduction, truly, to Skinner's... Um, his dark past. Skinner, well, like his a Vietnam flashback. Yeah, it's it, well, it's the first gag where he recalls something dark from Vietnam. Yeah, and then snaps back to reality. Yeah, oops, so goes gravity. One shot, one opportunity. Mom, Mom spaghetti. spaghetti. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you all know the words. Sing along. Um, <laughs> But, uh, yeah, we've gotten hints at his, uh, his past in the military before. And um, he's glaring out the window through the blinds. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. That, that. Yeah, the visual and the animation in there is great. It's, it's very dark. <laughs> like they forgot about me in that tiger cage for six months. Well, anyway. Anyway, let's go eight. meet your classmates. <laughs> I, think, I think it's 18 months. Right, whatever. A long time. Yeah. To be in a tiger cage. 1844. <laughs> Pabst. End of the Second World War. Right? Nope. <laughs> no? It wasn't nope. 1844? Nope. Oh, man. 1947. Caught up in the history. <laughs> 2005. The end of, end of World, World War, War II. II. It's, I, and the start of saying, World War III. It was going on for a while, yeah. It's, it's dark out there. <laughs> it's, we live in a hellscape. Yeah. Uh, where um, are we at here? <laughs> <laughs> Who knows anymore? She's uh, the the new girls in right. town. So so she comes in and uh, this is Milhouse's first crush because um, yeah. this is before they introduce him having a crush on Lisa. Um, which I don't know if it's, it's ever introduced as like a specific thing. It just eventually it just becomes a thing that that he's a, he has a crush he has on a crush on Lisa. Yeah. Like, it's never like, oh, like, now I like Lisa. Yeah, there was never an episode. Yeah, like, there's never a specific moment where he starts to develop feelings for her. It's just, at some point, it's just like, oh, like, I like Lisa. And it's just uh, accepted as a thing that maybe exists. That's, maybe that happens in the next episode. Maybe. After his never heart is it. broken by this new girl, he <laughs> wants to, yeah. he wants to find someone who's going to be around yeah, Springfield for a long time. Exactly. Someone who's stuck here. Yeah. Um... But yeah, so he, he develops his crush for Samantha Stanky, uh, much to Bart's chagrin. Um, Good words. Thank you. I've um, been listening to Vocabulary Bellador tapes. Um, he, he wants to, uh, of course, just hang out with Milhouse, and he sees uh, Samantha as a uh, Yoko of sorts to their uh, I don't get that reference. Oh, uh, Yoko Ono was a uh, woman. Still is. <laughs> Okay. As far as I know. Uh, <laughs> oh, I understand now. Okay, yeah, okay. moving on. Great. Uh, Beatles, John Lennon, moving on. Um, a single plum floating in perfume served in a man's hat. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so Bart gets upset. Um, eventually, he sabotages their relationship by telling her dad 
that they're smooching. There's she's very smooching strict. a lot. Oh, by yeah, the way. like it's like a ridiculous amount, and it's and it's really quick. I mean, they 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 just watched oh, I'm actor this. You kids might remember me from such educational films as Lead Paint, Delicious But Deadly, and here comes the metric system. I'm here to provide the facts about sex in a frank and straightforward manner. And now here's Fuzzy Bunny's Guide to You Know What. <laughs> Copyright 1971. <laughs> in a straightforward, no-nonsense manner. That's right. Yeah. Uh, this episode is pretty frank about a lot of things. I mean, it, it makes that joke where it's like, uh, you know, straight, straightforward manner, and then the title, which is clearly not straightforward. Yeah. But when it comes to the actual video, I feel like it's pretty straightforward. It shows bunnies fucking, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, that's why it's a, it, that's why everybody says ew. Ew, and then Kerbobble the... says she's faking it. <laughs> so clearly the fluffy bunny's having some kind of orgasm, or faking to have an orgasm. Yeah. So it's pretty graphic, it seems. Yeah, it's, it, it gives you, like, three facts about puberty. That his voice like, is changing, yeah. he's getting acne, acne and he's getting hair, more fur. fur in yeah. places he's and then it cuts more. to pornography. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then, yeah. yeah. And then they have babies. And then they have babies. And 14 like, oh, babies. So, hang on. <laughs> Then, so Which really gives something. an unrealistic expectation of pregnancy to the kids. Like, oh, if I get a girl pregnant, she'll have 14 babies and a bunch of them will die. But that's the thing. That's, that's the thing that all, like, sex education has always done. It's just like, we're going to do this in a frank, straightforward manner. This is a penis. This is a penis. Like, this yeah. is a banana. This is a car. They think they're being really, like... <laughs> but they all end the same way. It's with this. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Yeah. Uh, now, now, now obviously, you... I can't speak for the current sex education program, but definitely when I was in school, that was very, like, abstinence very much touted as the best option. Like, oh, yeah. we're going to tell you about all the things and stuff, but just, guys, just, just don't. don't have sex. Yeah. That's all. Promise me you and, won't have sex. Yeah. Promise, because you will get chlamydia and you you'll, will you'll die. You'll die, yeah. All right, everybody take a condom. You'll... <laughs> You'll get chlamydia, you'll get seven babies, and you'll die. Yeah. Do you want that? No, I don't. What about syphilis? Do you want that, too? Uh, here's a close-up picture of syphilis. <laughs> <laughs> you Gross, right? You yeah, see that? It? You see oh. that oozing pus? That's herpes. Yeah, you want to. So you're going to get if you have sex ever. Ever. Put, try putting your ever mouth on once. that. <laughs> it's disgusting. You don't want that. You ever see Dallas Buyers Club? That's you. <laughs> That's the current sex education program, actually. Yeah, they, they just showed Dallas Buyers Club. Yeah, show Dallas Buyers Club. And then Matthew McConaughey's acceptance speech for his Oscar. Yeah, I was like, is that who you want to be in five years? <laughs> A smug asshole? <laughs> I don't think so. You smug prick. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I do love McConaughey. I mean, the McConaughey's. Yeah. We're, we're in it. Took the world by storm. <laughs> Seems like an okay guy. He's fine. We're, He's alright. I just think we all should He's be. He's alright, alright, alright. We're all so lucky to be in this time. Living when we do. Yeah. <laughs> what a time to be alive. <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> yeah. When I, buy, when I ditch my bike and buy a Lincoln, <laughs> as, as endorsed by Matthew by McConaughey, McConaughey that's right. I will walk around collecting only quarters... <laughs> 
Loonies and Toonies. That's right. No more dimes for you. So I can park my vehicle. <laughs> um, but yeah, so then they start smooching in Bart's treehouse. And, uh, I think it's very selfish, by the way. It is. Um, but from Bart's perspective, from Milhouse's perspective, it's just, oh, this is my friend, and we can't do it anywhere else, so he'll be okay with me doing it. I think it, I think it makes sense for Milhouse's character no, to, not, does. to not assume that Bart would be upset about it, this. It does, but it's selfish. Yeah. It's, it's very selfish. Mm-hmm. Sure. The, the whole point of being selfish... Arguably so is Bart. No. Uh, yes. No, he's not. Bart's being selfish? Wait, what are you guys talking Milhouse about? Milhouse is being he's selfish. He's saying Milhouse is being selfish. I'm agreeing, but I'm saying Bart is also They're being selfish. They're both being selfish. Yes, thank you. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's not selfish of Bart to want Milhouse all to himself. No. And to, like, sabotage his chance at happiness. Oh, that's because just... let's be f- let's be f- perfectly frank here. Uh-huh. Samantha Stanky was Milhouse's only chance at happiness. <laughs> yeah. They, they could have gotten From here on out, it. it is just a downhill slide. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Into obsession with Lisa and being the dud in the dating game. Oh, yeah, and, and Bart ruined everything for him. Yes. Yeah. Very selfish of him. No. Why? Explain yourself. He's the good one. No. <laughs> Millhouse was always the dud. It's destiny. Oh, you're the worst. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho. They're both being selfish and they deserve each other. That's a good point. <laughs> I don't think Bart's being selfish at all. We know. And let's all move right. on because you're wrong. Um, wow. <laughs> That's mean. <laughs> um... But it, it, I, the thing is, it fits with Bart's character to be selfish. Uh-huh. Um, he does this many times with other instances as well. Lisa. He often sabotages Lisa's happiness because he wants something. Yeah. And then realizes his, his, the error of his ways. Even with this, he realizes the error of his ways. Like, he sees that Milhouse is super sad, and he's like, well, I'm like, sorry about that, but let's go talk to her. And she's at the all-girls school uh-huh. with the singing nuns, the pod de boys. <laughs> Samantha, the the boys. It seems almost like Millhouse is trying a little bit, trying mm-hmm. to like bring bring her into the fold. Yeah, he brings her to the treehouse. Brings her to the treehouse. They go to a movie together mm-hmm. as a group. Yep. But then Bart is uh, quickly becomes the third wheel, and Millhouse has to tell him, you know, there's such a thing as too much time together. Because Is it a third to... wheel or a fifth wheel? Third. There's only three of them. Right. Fifth wheel is like a, a trailer. A trailer, yeah. You pull behind it. But I'm like... They're, they're, but like fifth three wheel is when there's two couples and one yeah. dud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but like, there's a trike. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Tri- tricycle, yes. Or a... Or a or a trike. Like a bike? Like a, yeah, it's uh, like the a cold motor? wheel term for a tricycle. It's like a trike. Or a, or a motorbike? That's yeah. two wheels. Which so. is a which is a, it's a trio. Duo. Oh fuck. If it had a sidecar, it would have a third wheel though. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe a per- maybe a fourth. Those uh, all function. Triangle is the most is the strongest, strongest shape. Yep. Okay. So I'm thinking that food. But not a love made. triangle. No. Yeah, someone always gets hurt. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Don't we all know? <laughs> yeah. Definitely. There's those From duly, that infamous uh, friends uh arc with Kathy. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> where Chandler gets to stay on the box. Yeah. 
over Thanksgiving. <laughs> I mean, oh uh, yeah, you all know friends. Uh, yeah, this isn't a friends episode. podcast. Yeah. So. Good. Episode. We won't get into that. But uh, the, listen for our other podcast, <laughs> the friends making friends, friends with friends. <laughs> Frank about friends. Um, uh, there's 18 wheelers. Yes. Those exist. And then there's those dually trucks that have four wheels across the back and then two in the front. So, six. so that's six. Six wheels. Yeah. yeah. There's those weird uh, cars that only have three wheels. Have you seen those? Yeah. The, they're in uh, Mr. Bean yes. sometimes. He runs yes. them off the road. He does, yeah. In the subplot. <laughs> uh, no, no. We're still talking about tires here. Did you ever see that one about the killer tire? Rubber. Rubber, yeah. I didn't see mm. it. No, me neither. I saw that. Yeah? It was funny. It was weird. Yeah. yeah. But it was it was kind of good weird. <laughs> you ever shop at Canadian Tire? No. They have their own money. Yeah. Okay. Just a, fun, just a fun fact. Would you stop to pick up Canadian Tire money? No. Absolutely not. What, like on the ground? Yeah. Unless it was a dollar. Yeah. If it was a dollar, yeah. I'd be like, Because those, yeah. are, those are hard to find. Yeah. I'd pick that up. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. If it was twenty five cents, I'd pick that up. <laughs> I wouldn't. Yeah. In fact, I'd I'd specifically pick it up and tear it up and throw it in the garbage. Why? Because Canadian Tire cannot keep getting away with this. What? Getting away with creating what? their own economy. Why? Printing it's their not currency. their own economy. It's coupons. No, it's an economy. <laughs> they just give you. They're coupons trying to replace our shit. money with Canadian Tire. No, they're money. not. It's not all a global conspiracy. Nine Eleven was not an inside job. The Illuminati is not a bunch of lizard people. Masons just build houses. Tower Seven had a clear enough controlled explosive. Enough. Have you guys gotten to the Stonecutters episode yet, by the way? Oh, no. Oh, that's going to be fun. That <laughs> must be coming soon, though, right? No. Uh, or is it a while? Five? Season five. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. So whole so season I don't want to jump ahead. Yeah. <laughs> if you're looking for a guest sure for that a... episode, though, I'd <laughs> well, be happy to join. Yeah. If I'm still alive. <laughs> oh, um, no. <laughs> you know what always got me about this one is when they start ignoring Bart for being the third wheel. Um... Because apparently that's the term we're going with. Yeah, um, the, the it's pretty term. common. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> he when he when he leaves, he actually starts like he actually feels really, really, really sad and actually starts crying about it. Yeah. Um, and that actually was like when was Bart showed a little emotion there? Yeah, and which is rare. I liked seeing that because it actually reminded me of when my friends started dating and. In like high school or like junior high, and I didn't. <laughs> I had a similar experience. I'm like, sure we've all been there. And I didn't like at all, ever. And um, like they all of a sudden weren't around to hang out anymore and make and make stupid movies with me. Now I'm I'm getting a little teary eyed just thinking oh. about it. Yeah. I was uh, I got very lonely. But look at you now. Look at me now. In a happy relationship. Yep. Successful podcast. Successful podcast. Yep. Probably the number one podcast in Calgary. Delicious pumpkin flavored ales. Some good ale. One can only assume. I mean, right? yeah. It's, it's, How many other like, podcasts? We don't have any data on that. We can claim we can, it. We can just say it. Yeah. Yeah. We're the most successful podcast in Calgary. Boom. Claim Blue Ribbon. We have a blue ribbon. Aha! We have two right oh. there. <laughs> Bam. Um. But yeah, did did any of you guys ever like experience sadness? Like, yes, <laughs> I cried Many times. Once. No, I mean like I mean like when like when when you were in uh, junior high, high school, whenever your your friends started like dating around. Oh you. yeah, all the time. Last week, 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was I was sitting at home alone bored and single and uh I knew my friends were out there somewhere. Being uh, not you know, single. just hanging out and having well, a great time. Well I know Alan, this was this was Alan's life for what, how old are you? Alright. Twenty nine years? Uh <laughs> I had relationships before the current one. Uh-huh. Let's not get I feel into like that. this is a real sore topic for all of us. <laughs> yeah, we should so let's, just uh, let's move on. And, uh, I feel like this is a good radio, though, <laughs> and we can actually, you know, talk about something real for once. <laughs> and it's in the back yeah, end of the podcast, so most people will have given up by now. Yeah. So we can talk about, you know, how being left alone made us feel in high school, your most vulnerable time. Well, okay, so let's let's uh, put this in context of the episode. Yes, uh, there was many times where I felt like Bart, where it's like, you know, a friend of yours starts seeing someone and they spend all their time with that person and not with you anymore. Um, and not even, like, because they always spent time with you before. It's just that, oh, hey, I want to go to a movie with my friend or I want to hang out with my friend. And they're like, oh, I can't because I'm with the old ball and chain, which <laughs> is what everyone refers to their significant others as. Um, as we all know. Rather, I, I, I've always hated that term. It's just like the old ball and chain. Why don't you just say what really is the person you want to spend the most time with in the world? That person. Because it's it's a it's fun, you see. Because it's the it's like oh, like they're really weighing me down. But in reality, it's like no, I'm, I've chosen this life. Yeah, like, I've, I want I've chosen this person. I've chosen this person over you, and I will yeah. every time. So but it's uh, yeah. and I just don't want to hurt you. <laughs> So I'm going to say ball and chain yeah. so we can laugh about it yeah. and you can feel miserable and I can <laughs> laugh about it. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, no, I, I'm sure everyone's experienced that at some point in their life where, you know, a friend starts seeing someone and, and they don't have as much time for you anymore. Um, I don't know if it's, uh, if it's ever been to the degree that Bart seems to feel where it's like reduced me to tears. But it's definitely been like, oh, like that's a shame. Like that's probably that's probably the the highest emotions I felt in that instance. So I don't know. Biggest one for me was when I just got into Warhammer and a bunch <laughs> of my other friends were into it, but then they started dating people and then they couldn't do it anymore because who would want to be with someone who was into Warhammer? I Answer: mean, No one. Yeah, um, I mean, even learning this right now about you, I kind of want to leave. That's fair. Like you're into Warhammer. No, I'm not. I'm selling all of it. Okay. I made a couple hundred bucks off of it. You haven't sold it yet? It takes a while. It's a very niche thing. Okay, well, call me when you, you're completely rid of it. Because All right, are you quitting again? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, no, but I've, I, I've absolutely been there. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a bummer, but I've never like cried like a baby about it. Like, Bart, fucking I idiot. believe uh, the Spice Girls said it best. If you want to be my lover, you got to get with my friends. Is that what that song was about? I yeah. think it is. Yeah. I thought it was about like a big orgy thing. No, if you want to, oh if you're going to be my lover, you've got to get with orgy. my friends as well. I don't think like, so. Like, All right. <laughs> I think it's just, if you're going to, if you're going to be my girlfriend, zig zig ha, if everybody's got to be able to get along. All right, if it's not about an orgy, then I think we can all agree that it would be better <laughs> if it were. Uh, yes, yes, 100%. All right? Oh, yeah, okay. hands down. But as, uh, as long as we're all in agreement. Because friendship never ends. Neither do orgies. Bring three buckets. All I want to do is zig a zig ha. What do you think that, that means? means? Orgy. <laughs> Cracking the lid off. That's this. their. Is that their, like that's, a safe word or something? That's <laughs> British 
for an 18-wheeler, <laughs> which is slang for an 18-person 18 18 orgy. <laughs> so Bart feels like an 18th wheel. Yeah. And... <laughs> 19th wheel. Sorry. So it's the, he, he's, he's not only he's the, the 18th wheel. He's the, spare, the he's the he's spare tire the trunk. on an 18 wheeler. He's the 19th wheel. That's he right. He will never be needed. Um, <laughs> so he sabotages the relationship. And he does. He calls. Uh, which he alerts her father. Her, yeah. Which leads Very Catholic to, father. Yeah. Which leads to one of my favorite moments of the episode. Uh, <laughs> her father and Harry Shearer doing the, one of the best. Uh, cries of desperation. <laughs> um, he does it the same exact one in uh, Bart's Comet for yeah. Skinner. Yeah. Um, no! But, yeah. Samantha! No! <laughs> and the birds flutter yeah. out of the tree, ha- a tree that the tree house is in. Yeah. yeah. It's like, sometimes my imagination runs away with me. What were you doing? Well, Millhouse and I. I don't want to hear it! enough! <laughs> Putting you in all girls' school. Yeah, oh, it's so funny. His her her dad's cameo appearance is so great. So I feel like the 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 big no, as it's uh, called in the TV tropes community, mm-hmm. um, is probably something I first experienced on The Simpsons. So it's always inherently funny, and I think that's a big reason why the big no doesn't work in a lot of movies, at least for me, and I'm sure for a lot of people. Because how did you feel just... about Superman's big no when he snapped Zod's neck? Yeah, hated Whoa. it. <laughs> Star Wars, um, Star Wars, hated it. Classic whenever someone no. yeah, whenever someone screams no to the heavens, if it's not yeah. in a comedy, it's cheesy and silly. I think it's always been that way. I mean, I would imagine so, but 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 I, then like, again, it's like weird I'm like, that it's used so much in serious uh, shows. I'm, I'm very much like you, though. I did see my first like scream to the heavens nose from The Simpsons, yeah, namely this episode of mm-hmm. Bart's Comet, yeah, um, with Harry Shearer just like taking the air out of every single one that you will ever see. If well, it's dramatic, it's stupid. And in Bart's comment, it's great because he does like three in a row. Yeah. <laughs> Where it's like, congratulations, Bart, you just discovered a comment. No! He lets go of the balloon. No! And then the paper, Prez says, school, school, was school, 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 or something like that. Yeah. No! Oh, yeah. man. Great, great rule of three joke. Yeah. Absolutely wonderful. Um... So yeah, uh, the the Star Wars one isn't even dramatic though. No, it's just ridiculous. Yeah, it's one hundred percent ridiculous. That movie's nearly unwatchable. Um, <clears throat> actually, it is unwatchable. I can't watch that movie. It's terrible. Revenge of the Sith. Revenge of the Sith. Mm. Yeah, it's utter garbage. I can watch it only if I can make fun of it. I can watch like twenty minutes of it without actually making fun of it because um, Ian McDermott is so great as the Emperor. <laughs> He's so good. Until he becomes Monster Mash. Well, when he becomes Monster Mash, he's even better. <laughs> I just hate the I hate the look of him when he becomes Monster Mash. Oh, I just think he's he's just so He does great. He's but I just, so the, good. The visual he's, of his character is just like weird. I wish he got an Oscar for that. <laughs> he's so funny when he turns into Monster Mash. <laughs> <laughs> he's so funny. <laughs> This monster is telling this this hideous creature is telling you that Kill we should we should Jedi. like get rid of the Jedi and become an empire and everyone cheers. Yeah. It's like, no, he's clearly evil. He's, Why are we doing yeah. this? Why are you doing this? <laughs> you haven't explained his powers whatsoever. Anyway. Yeah. We have lots of issues. 
<laughs> so she gets carted off to a an all girls uh, French Catholic uh, French Quebecois Catholic. Yes. <laughs> Catholic school Saint Sebastian School for Wicked Girls. Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Is actually what it's called, uh, um, Sebastien. <laughs> and as a going away, as uh, as a parting gift, Millhouse gives her ten gallons of gummy bears, which always. Which, does, that did not seem like a ten gallon. Bucket. No, maybe it was maybe two gallons. But if. every time I see this episode, I'm always like, I really want gummy bears now. <laughs> I don't know why he gave her gummy bears. Gummy bears are great. Yeah, and and they and they kiss goodbye, which will cost her fifty rosaries 50 or rosaries, something. Yeah, yeah. fifty right. rosaries a kiss. Yeah. Um, and then everything starts going downhill for Millhouse. Yeah. From now until the end of time. In between that, <laughs> Bart, of course, confesses his um, part in exposing uh, his uh, Milhouse's relationship right. with Samantha. They, they have a little brouhaha. And we are introduced to Kirk Van Houten. Yeah, my third favorite character. I'm going <laughs> to say on record. I love a sad dad character. Oh man, Kirk Dead is be dad. so funny. Yeah, um, he has one line in this episode. Um, so he doesn't get to shine yet, but just wait till a millhouse divided. Oh man! Because that is the Kirk Van Houten <laughs> show. Is that when we it's hear? A Can door! I borrow a few? Use That's it. right. <laughs> That's a door. It's the whole dinner party scene. Oh man, his single bachelor life, brilliant. It's great. What do you yeah. say, Louis? Starla, this is my new lady. Me? Starla again? You know. <laughs> um, oh, I can love... we show this to the cat? Because the cat's gonna get it. <laughs> it's dignity. Oh, that's one of your favorite episodes. It's my second favorite episode. That's right. Interesting. Beat only by. Do you know what your favorite episode? Yeah. I don't know your favorite I know. episode. May, I thought maybe you listened to the podcast. Well, um, I listened to some episodes. <laughs> oh, of the I podcast. see. Not Truth all. Though. Comes out as soon as I, as soon as we start talking about currency, and uh, <laughs> I, I, I start, I just turn it off. <laughs> The current scene. That's our the, the segment current, when we talk about the currency. current scene and yeah. currency. Yeah. Can we uh, can we talk a little bit about uh, the subplot? Oh, please. Oh, yeah. We didn't even. Yeah, we haven't touched on that. Yet. that. The That's subplot great. is uh, kicked off by this. We take eighteen ounces of sizzling ground beef Ooh. and soak it in rich creamery butter. <laughs> then we top it off with bacon, ham. Fried egg. We call it the Good Morning Burger. <laughs> <laughs> that is what kind of kicks Lisa off on her quest to help her father. Well, it's preceded by a yeah, uh, the, smart line. The report on obesity. About obesity, yeah. Yeah. When she <clears throat> realizes her dad is very much uh, overweight. Yeah. <laughs> Rich creamery. Oh, butter. man. Uh, the Good Morning Burger. Some my <laughs> classic uh, Ife. That's one of the ones you need to gonna bring on to our food podcast. Oh my God, we need to do a Good Morning Burger, uh-huh. and then we don't even know what the second one ends up being. It, it starts it with have chocolate. A title. Yeah, it's, it's like chocolate, with honey. honey, honey, and four kinds of sugar, and then rich cream, and, and, and then it <laughs> and then it just cuts at that point, and we don't actually know what they're building. The center is chocolate. <laughs> center is chocolate. Honey, honey, four kinds of sugar. So I assume uh, granulated sugar. Yeah, brown sugar, maybe icing, icing sugar, sugar. and then uh, powdered maybe sugar. powdered sugar. Well, it's the same as icing sugar, arguably. Oh, what's the fourth kind of the sugar? Fourth sugar. We're gonna have to dig deep 
Stay tuned someone for next else, someone out there, you know, you're going to hear about it. Yeah. When you're, yeah. Someone tell us what the fourth sugar is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Marge decides sugar. to order Homer a subliminal weight loss, weight loss, weight loss tape. tape. Yeah. But the the warehouse is out, so oh, out of tape. as any uh, business would do, <laughs> just, just send them give them a different want. thing. Yeah. Here's your tape, <laughs> fatty. <laughs> Fatso. <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> And it turns out to be a vocabulary builder, um, which I love because it really implies that Homer could be very smart. <laughs> because you can't. There's room in his brain. Yeah, he's just easily influenced. Yeah, <laughs> but like he he completely understands and immediately uses all the words that he's taught to the point where no one understands what he's saying anymore, which is just a just a funny thing. But as but as soon as he stops using it, the vocabulary returns it's, to normal and even maybe worse. even worse. Can remember yeah. the word spoon? Yeah. at the end. Where's that thing that I used to dig? Food. food. <laughs> spoon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give me, give me, give me. Um, whereas one of the things he said was forbearance is the watchword. That triumvirate of Twinkies merely overwhelmed my resolve. <laughs> ah, which is just kind a, of ill. Which is basically him saying he had three Twinkies. three desserts. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah. It's a, it's really funny. It's a really funny side plot, and uh, works really well. It's one I, I, I think, completely forgot existed until we watched it today. Yeah, good side plot. But it's a good one. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's go to the guest house. Let's move in there. We got uh, Samantha Stanky, um, who is voiced by... Uh, Kimmy Robertson. Thank you. You might know her or not from... The original run of Twin Peaks. Mmm. Isn't she in the remake? She was on Twin Peaks. She might be in the... She's also in the remake. She I hope everyone's in the remake. In the remake. <laughs> well, as long as Everyone? Kyle McLaughlin. <laughs> Everyone. <laughs> Every single person on the planet. Uh, she played Lucy Moran in the TV series Twin Peaks. I've, I've only seen a, a couple episodes. And she has a good, oddly sultry <laughs> voice for an elementary school child yeah. in this episode. I'll um, be honest, I know her... Uh, yeah, so Lucy Moran, Twin Peaks TV series, currently filming 2017. Are you sure you're not thinking of the new one there, Grego? Not, well... Mm. Okay, yeah, she's in both. Yeah. Same character, weird. Alright. Why is that weird? It's a continuation. Is it's it? the third season, yeah. Oh. Kyle McLaughlin's totally, in it. Oh, really? Yeah. They okay, got I, totally, I totally thought it was a remake. No, no, no. it's third, it's, 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 it's Twin Peaks season, season It's coming weird. back, baby. Yeah. <laughs> like, 20 years later? 25. Wow. Yeah. That's, that's what um, that's what she said in the red room to uh, to Kyle McLaughlin. She the the woman in the red room said, uh, I think it was Laura Palmer who said it yeah. was, "I'll see you in twenty five years." And twenty five years later, planned it all along. All along. Oh my god! And I was like, I will not watch season three of Twin Peaks unless Kyle McLaughlin is in it. And he and is. He's in it. So good. So is David Lynch still involved? Yep. Yeah. I, I heard he was like, gone for a while, and then. They got they, him back. They got him back okay, because good. Showtime was like, well, no one's going to watch it yeah. if we don't have David Lynch. It would be ridiculous. It wouldn't be Twin Peaks. No. If it wasn't David Lynch. And... It'd be like maybe One Peak. Yeah, because they had Mark Frost. So. Yeah. And he did all one, the other ones. One frosted peak. Single peak. <laughs> single, we start with a single lonely. peak. <laughs> Lightly rich. frosted with two types of sugar. Add rich creamery butter. <laughs> That's a load of rich creamery <laughs> butter. Uh, and finally in the guest house, we have I, Phil Hartman. I just want to say, Kimmy Robertson, I know specifically myself from uh, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Oh! 
because I watched that a lot as a kid, sure. and she's the neighbor who's like, like Bob, the neighbor's flying. <laughs> Not Kimmy Gibbler. That's Full House. Oh, sorry. God damn it. <laughs> um, but yeah, he's he's trying to find his kids in the in the lawn. So he's got this weird like he's looking super nerdy. All yeah, the time and he's to like the and he's essentially yeah. flying around trying to find them with a big magnifying glass. She's oh, like, Rick Moranis. Oh, yeah, the oh, neighbor's yeah. flying, and I just remember that voice very specifically, which is right. Samantha Stanky's voice. Right, 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 right. Oh, there we go. Anyway, and Bill Hartman. Phil Hartman as Troy McClure, of course. Yeah. Always welcome. Once again, not really a guest house because he's... He has uh, his own room. Yeah, he's he's <laughs> a, a honorary member of the cast. Yeah. It's kind of like when people stay in a hotel permanently. That's yeah, right. he's he in a like house. That. Like in Barton Fink. <clears throat> sure. We're Barton gonna, Fink. We're Barton Fink. movie. It's called Barton Fink. <laughs> <laughs> Great up. Great up. Uh, there's an episode later called Bart the Fink. That's right. Um, so it's all cyclical. References. References. Yeah. References? Let's let's check back in there. Raiders of the Lost Ark. Of course. Um, complete with John Williams score. <laughs> there is a Casablanca reference. Did you see or have you heard of the movie Raiders? Raiders. Yes, it's just called Raiders. It's called Raiders. Park. No. Uh, it's all about the most infamous fan film of all time, which is a painstaking recreation of Raiders of the Lost Ark by ten-year-olds. And uh, they filmed everything in Raiders of the Lost Ark except for the uh, plane scene, where the big guy gets like chopped up by the propeller. Mm-hmm. And so the documentary is all about them getting back together to finally fi- film that final scene. And it chronicles like their beginnings and uh, their creation of the movie because they loved it so much, and then the uh, like viral nature of it because it got like found at a by someone and Eli Roth I think got a got a copy of it so he put it on one of the like festivals they were showing and suddenly it became like a huge thing. Anyway, it's very good. That sounds fun. Yeah, Cuff uh, Cuff here in Calgary, uh, Calgary Underground Film Festival does a uh, Cuff Docs festival, and they show a bunch of documentaries and that was one uh, this year and I saw it and it was great. Nice. I will go watch that. <laughs> At uh, the liquor boutique. Boat. <laughs> <coughs> um, so it's Raiders with an exclamation point. Yes. Okay. That's cute. Raiders. Raiders, the uh, like unforgettable story of the most famous fan film of all time, something like that. There's some subtitle like that. Cool. Check it out. Cool, cool, cool. Um, Romeo and Juliet. <laughs> uh, Millhouse references Romeo and Juliet Started out like Romeo and Juliet But we ended up in tragedy yeah, Which is ironic you see For those who are unfamiliar with The Bard spoilers. As I call him Oh, uh, Bard? I've never uh, heard of Bard that. Shakespeare is his Bard name. Yeah. Shakespeare Bart, sorry, Bart Shakespeare Bart Shakespeare um, he Bill Shakespeare Bill Shakespeare He <laughs> wrote a play called Romeo and Juliet Once said that Brevity is the soul of wit Therefore I will be brief Let's wrap this up Oh <laughs> What are we pushing? My- <laughs> Romeo and Juliet ends in tragedy. That's all I was going to say. Uh, it was going to be very brief. <laughs> if you didn't cut me off. Um, yeah, but yeah, that's uh, that's all I had to say about that. I think Magic 8 Balls would be a cultural reference. Yeah. Wouldn't it? I yeah. think so. Yeah. I like when they're fighting and, he, and he's reaching around and he There's doesn't a- grab scissors, he doesn't grab a broken bottle, he doesn't grab a brick, but then he grabs the Magic, magic 8, eight Balls. Magic 8 Balls is very poetic. smashes it over... 
Millhouse's head. I'm surprised you didn't yeah. kill Millhouse and this didn't turn into a Mean Creek episode. <laughs> is this the second uh, Bart and Millhouse wrestling with that music? Well, what would have... Three Men in a Comic Book. Would that have happened? Was the music used in Three Men in a Comic Book? I believe it was. All right, then. So I remember yeah. talking about it. Yeah. Is Martin the third man? Uh, Martin is tied up at this yeah. point. Yeah, he's tied right. up, but he has the, the third man. <laughs> oh, there's a part I like the part where he he tries to make friends with Martin again. Oh yeah, and he's like, "Would you mind if I played the lute?" <laughs> he just runs. <laughs> <laughs> what a dink! Like Martin's Martin is the, an idiot. So awful. He's just. I want to announce that Bart and I are friends. No, do nobody does that. Hates you. <laughs> Any other references there? Um, that's all I'd I heard add. a little bit of 1812 Overture at the end there, oh. but that's about it. Well, <laughs> all right, there you go. Who's that by? Uh, I don't know. Try Tchaikovsky, of course. I believe. My favorite composer. <laughs> Ironically, not about the War of 1812. Not that no, War of 1812. Not, not that War. Not the one we know. It's about the Napoleonic Wars. Well, no, it was, just about, it was just his 1812th Overture. So it was the 1812. <laughs> he did a lot of overtures. I'm that just is, saying. We're he done. Very He's very busy. <laughs> we're, we're done. Okay. We're moving on. Good. Um, favorite joke? Oh, God. There are so many in this episode. Um, uh, yours was the... Yours was the, the Raiders of the Lost Ark. Uh, that's up there yeah. for sure, yeah. Mine was Skinner. Mm. And our Vietnam flashbacks. Yes, they promised me a parade when I got back from Nam. Instead, they spat on me. Well, I can still feel it <laughs> searing. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah. Don't worry, bit. they'll forget. They'll, they'll soon forget. Just like they, they forgot, forgot about me in that tiger, tiger cage for eighteen months. Every night, I wake up screaming. Well, let's go meet your classmates. <laughs> Yeah, that's up there for me as well. Because, again, Skinner is the best. Yeah. Um, I also really did like uh, when Samantha first comes to the treehouse, and he's like, you can read like this comic about the Swamp Hag. Radioactive like, Man versus yeah. the Swamp Hag. So you got any girl comics like Bonnie Crane, Girl Attorney, Pumpkin and Duncan, the Twinkle Twins, or Lil Knee Socks? Lil Knee Socks. Those are great yeah. like fake comic tales. As far as I'm aware, that's, maybe they're real. That's Those like, might that's, be references. That's, might be references. that's like Pippi Longstockings. Yeah, yeah. I think that's their Lil, version Lil of Little Knee Socks is I, a great. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's their version of Pippi Longstockings. <laughs> Shitty magazine. That's a trying. great writer's room. Yeah. Oh yeah. Bit. Yeah. Like the one, two, let's three. Let's think. Let's think of three yeah. great titles for yeah. shitty comics. Yeah. Yeah. My sister has a wide variety of crappy comics. Also, I like that. I like that Lisa has crappy comics. Mm-hmm. So I like that this is still the age where. Uh, Lisa does do things that are kids. Like she, yeah. she does. She is a kid, right? And All she, she reads is Casper the Wimpy Ghost. Casper the Wimpy Ghost. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's sad that you your definition of friendly equivalent friendliness with wimpiness. I think it will leave you lonely. <laughs> uh, and yourself, Mister. Oh, for a favorite uh, Pure joke. bits. Yeah. Um, I like. Here's your tape. Fatso or whatever. <laughs> I thought that was just some lackey working in. Yeah. Like, they, the lady that's like on the phone call is sitting at a computer and then she puts a note into a vacuum tube <laughs> and then it comes the out in like tube. the basement and they're like, ah, oh, walk over to it. Oh, another weight loss tape. Oh, we're all out of these. 
Ah, uh, here's your... <laughs> just tape just, uh, throwing a vocabulary tape in. Ah, here's your tape fat <laughs> Just like, ah, who cares? Yeah, like this won't this won't cause any problems. Oh, but yeah, the Skinner bit, that's my favorite oh, yeah. in that whole thing. Yeah. It's Great. hard to top that one. Yeah. <laughs> it really had me laughing out loud. Yeah. Mm. An L O L. We lost. If you will. Oh. Mm-hmm. Raffle Copter. Lollscates. <laughs> um Lawler Palooza. <laughs> and more. Don't, please don't. I fought the lol, but the lol won. Alright, so that about wraps things up here. <laughs> Sure does! If you have any corrections or omissions you would like to send to us, or if you want to just, you know, talk to us, or hang out with us, or want to be on the podcast, send us we an get email. So lonely. Yeah. <laughs> send us an email at thehammockdistrict at. On third. On third at gmail.com, or leave us a Facebook message on our uh, Facebook page, or tweet at us at Bad Neighbors Pod. Uh, we'd like to thank uh, Prince Tony Zuko for. <laughs> Being on the podcast. Thank you for having me. This was a lot of fun. Is that an Avatar reference? That is an Avatar reference. Oh my god. I just got that. Yeah. I didn't know why you were calling him Prince earlier. It was definitely an Avatar reference. Uh, I thought it was a Prince reference. Specifically (laughs) specifically The Last Airbender. Yeah. Not the... M. Night Shyamalan. Not the Na'vi. The the Last Airbender. Not James Cameron's Avatar. Not James Cameron's. Okay. Shyamalan's. Great. Yeah. It's bad that those two came out at like almost the same time. Yeah. Months apart. Yeah. (laughs) Very confusing. Yeah, so many people were disappointed, I'm sure, when they went to the theater. One for Avatar, please. I'm and sure they, they were into, disappointed they went into both. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Either way, they were like, oh, is this it? <laughs> oh, really? I mean, there's yeah. some nice effects, but the plot's a little thin. This is just Dances thin. with Wolves in Space. <laughs> what are in you doing? Space. No, Shyamalan's. His movie was oh, Dances with Wolves that, in that's Space. That's what I was talking about. Yeah. 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 Great. Um... <laughs> Wait, which Avatar are we talking about? <laughs> I don't know anymore. Uh, Avatar 3. One anyway, coming gets soon. piled upon another. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Thanks for joining us. <laughs> Is there anything you want to plug? Uh, I Do you have a podcast? I don't have a podcast yet. Oh, do you, do you wanna, I'm working on it. You, have a, you, you said you're single. Do you want to like you know put yourself out there to anyone? This is no. also a dating no, podcast. No, I don't. <laughs> yeah, this is... I don't. That's what my other podcast will be. <laughs> Call it I enjoy long rice. walks on the beach. Save it for and, that. And... Uh, Back to the lock with you, Nessie. Um, <laughs> that's Selma's choice. Yeah, that's coming. Uh, up. I don't know. I'm on. Uh, I'm on Twitter. If you if oh, you, you don't mind some, uh, <laughs> yeah, no, plug it. Some irreverent tweets. Yeah, uh, anyone who's you know easily offended shouldn't follow me. <laughs> I suppose, but perfect. Uh, I don't know. It gets a little dark at times. It gets a little uh, at because all Twitter accounts start with at. So That's I right. feel like you don't even need to say the at. No, anymore. arguably not. It's like saying www. Right. It's World Wide Web. That's what it stands for. Anyway, what was I plugging? Backslash backslash www.angelfire.com backslash dark maniac backslash uh, maniaccity.html Was that your... Something like that. Was I can't that... remember the exact address, but I'm was sure that, that was one of my first my first, my first, first website. Oh my god. Mine it was, was all the rage. Oh, of course. Yeah. You would be a GeoCities guy. Yeah, thinking um, about dusting that one off, taking it for a spin, maybe turning it into like a I don't think GeoCities exists still. <laughs> I was a Hotmail guy uh, back course. in the day. Yeah, yeah. Bazooko. <laughs> At Hotmail.com.
That's a great name. No, that's not what I'm plugging though. Oh, right. Duder, Duder, D, uh, Delta, Octopus, Octopus, Douchebag, Epsilon Radio. Just Duder? That's it? Duder. Nice. Oh, how'd you get that Twitter handle? I don't know. I Just early adopter. It. Yeah, I was, I was in, not on the ground floor, but long enough ago where a short title still was uh, <laughs> accessible, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I'm in a band. Oh. Uh, I just remembered. Yeah, plug your band. They're called Open Channels. Nice. Do you have any gigs channels. coming up? No, we don't. Okay. No gigs, but you can uh, search Enginush. I, I don't want to facial tissue Kleenex the situation by saying Google. You can search Enginus, Open you Channels. Can, you can Kleenex, we're on Kleenex there us. <laughs> we're on there. We're in the first few results. There's a company, I think, called Open Channels. That's not That's us. That's not you. You're not affiliated. There's a Bandcamp page. You can listen to some music. Right on. And uh, I don't know. Hopefully Greg's in a band too. Maybe you guys could do a double feature. It's true. I am in a concert band. Yeah. sometime. I'm not. Yeah. Just for the record. Oh, you're a bit not of a band. you're a bit of a sixth wheel right now. That's right. It's <laughs> <laughs> all you band people. <laughs> all right. Well, that does it for us here at Two Bad Neighbors. That's right. Thanks for coming, Tony, and uh, we'll see you next time where we'll wrap up season three. Yeah.